Yeah, welcome to Hey Sanford. This is our fifth episode, and that was the Sanford High School treble choir saying Hey Sanford before the opening credits. And uh, this is our, our Christmas episode. We're pretty excited about this one. We sure are. Yeah, we're pretty excited. La, 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 la. <laughs> I didn't know you sang. Well. Are you going to be singing with the choir when we have our musical guest? You can try to pick me out in the background. I might be back there. You might be adding your own, your own thing. I hope they don't know. I will look forward to that. Is there any other carols that you would like to sing? One more. Give us one more, James. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows. (laughs) All of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names. Come on, Sean. You know the words. They They never never let poor Rudolph join in any reindeer reindeer games like monopoly yeah there we go all right we can stop now (laughs) you're gonna have to buy my album yes yes and i think we've uh, found our next musical guest for uh (laughs) for the january episode that'll be you (laughs) all right are you in the christmas spirit james i am definitely in the christmas spirit i I, think how about with decorating your home are you are you on time with things on schedule Yes, Shopping. yes, we got a tree from the um, the youth wrestling program when they were selling them out at we Nassau did too. Theater. Yeah, yeah, on fantastic Sunday. trees. Yeah, yeah. and um, great price, way better than the tree we got last year. Not going to say where we got it, but uh, what was wrong with the tree last year? It, we waited too long. So was it slim pickings? Well, they're all dead, aren't they? The trees. I, you well, cut them off. They still not... suck up water, so That's I don't know. That's true. So they may have some life. I'm gonna them, have but... to talk to a biologist about that. Was this a Charlie Brown tree? It was. Fairly Charlie Brownish. Really? Uh, I mean, not too tall. Uh, random. Really? Poking out. So not, it, visually, not very full. Not very full. Yeah. Did you give it a lot of love like Charlie Brown gave his tree? Yeah, we did. And it, I think it worked out. But this year, definitely, we started out with a better canvas. Excellent. Excellent. And, so you're uh, pleased with the tree? Yeah. It's all decorated up. Looks beautiful. Yeah. My dog keeps eating the ones that hang on the lower branches. It's not good, but. The dog is eating the tree. She eats the the decorations on the tree. That's our cats. Our cats, they, they have to take a swipe at the ornaments yeah. hanging on the lower branches. Yeah. Sometimes even try to climb the tree. And One year they did it. It was a fake tree. The tree actually tipped over. You know, I'm kind of struggling in my head. Are they in the holiday spirit or are they more of a Grinch? Can't the, really tell. The pets? Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. I'm going to watch them next time. Yeah. We'll figure yeah, it out. I guess out. you got to look at the expression on their little faces. Now, how about your daughters? Oh, man. We're doing the elf on the shelf every night, every morning. Um, Sawyer is so into it. She is so into the Christmas movies, Christmas TV shows. Um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, of course. That's why I had to sing that number. Cause that was on the other night, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. And we, we bought it on Amazon afterwards just because we needed to... to to see it again um is she terrified of the abominable snowman no, no she she doesn't like a lot of stuff that's a little bit spooky but for some reason she has no problem with abominable my father hated rudolph the red-nosed reindeer hated the show i'm <laughs> like why that's one of my favorites dad and he's like no it has an awful abominable snowman in it <laughs> he's like nowhere in the song rudolph the song is there this terrible monster and they make, they make a TV show about Rudolph, and they have to throw in this monster and scaring children. And indeed, I was one of the kids that would just flee the room when that thing came on the screen. And uh, 
He's like, I like Frosty. He's like, Frosty, it, it sticks by the song, the, yeah. the, you know, the animated special that they have. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. It's something for the whole family. I'm like, Dad, there's an evil magician that locks Frosty in a greenhouse and he melts. Yes. That wasn't part of the song. Right, that wasn't part of the song at all. But, you know, another thing about the Rudolph song that I was thinking is Santa asks him, and then it just goes into all the other reindeers loving. There's no retelling of the story of him actually delivering the presents. So no, there isn't. I think that there's room for a sequel. When did the other one come out? In the 50s? Yes. I mean like a sequel to the song. To the like song. The, what's the story of Rudolph's flight on Christmas night? Okay, that's your assignment for our Christmas episode next year. Next year. To come up with a Rudolph sequel song. One right. that doesn't vo- you know, violate any copyright laws. All right. And, uh, and you will sing it for us. Well, I'll do it. I will bring my daughter's ukulele. You know, like we had in the other episode. Perfect. And you can perform your new Rudolph song. Rudolph Part 2. Excellent. Yes, we, so we, we have our trees up. Our daughters are in the Christmas spirit. Uh, let's see. How about Christmas shopping? Where are you on Christmas shopping? Uh, a little bit behind in Christmas shopping, but not really because we're kind of changing gears a little bit. Uh, instead of trying to get a present for every single person in the family, we did a Secret Santa, and we're doing a Yankee Swap Very on nice. both sides. So it's like... There's a lot of fun, a lot of playfulness, and we get to focus on like one or two people instead of like 16 people. Yeah, see, I'm actually, I'm ahead of the game. I never am, but this time I am. I am am virtually done all my shopping. Nice. I wanted to get everything done, the decorating. uh, I wanted to get the shopping done so that I could just sit back and enjoy the season and just relax and enjoy the season and not get caught up in all the stress of it. And yeah. so all the things that we usually find stressful about the season, I'm, I'm almost done. That's awesome, man. Yes, this is a first. Also, usually, usually I get all wrapped up in... Props to the shirt. Yes, I got this online. It says uh, Nakatomi Plaza, you know, and it of says... Of course. Uh, uh, yes, Christmas party, 1988. Welcome to the party, pal. And we will leave it to the viewers to see if they know what that's from. But just answer me this. Do you think the movie we're discussing, do you think it's a Christmas movie? I think I got to say yes. There you go. See, so that settles it. See, there's no reason for debate this year. Whether no. or not, I'll say it. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. We agree. We agree. It didn't start out that way, but it kind of became one. Right? The first time I saw it, I didn't think it, it was a no, Christmas movie No, it was movie in the all. summer. Yeah, it was in the summer of 88. And, and no, it was just a summer blockbuster. awesome action movie. Yeah. But, but at some point. I think, yeah, the more you think about Christmas, the more movies you see that have to deal with Christmas. Yeah. It's easy to lump that one in there, and it rises to the top of the pack. People have started incorporating it into their Christmas viewing, and by virtue of that, it has become a de facto Christmas movie. And uh, if you're an action movie fan, then that can help you get into the holiday spirit. Yeah. We're covering a, a lot of ground here. We sure are. We sure are. Okay, so, but we have a big show ahead, right? Yeah, we do. Oh, yes, my we do. gosh. We've been, we've been looking forward to putting together this show ever since we came up with the program earlier this year right even before we even shot our first episode we knew that we wanted this guest and this musical guest for this christmas episode for our december episode first meeting we had we talked about it and we knew so we've been looking forward to this one our guest our first guest is going to be brett williams the director of the sanford performing arts center and we're doing something different this time we're actually going remote we're going to be interviewing brett in the Performing Arts Center, which of course is across the hall from this studio at at the new Sanford High School. 
So Brett is going to be our guest, and he's going to talk about uh, he's going to talk about the schedule here at the Performing Arts Center, things that people can put on their holiday schedules for entertainment purposes. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll also ask him. He has a long history in the theater, enjoying the theater. So we're going to ask oh, him. I'm some, sure he's got he some ha- good stories. I'm sure he's got some good stories, and knowing Brett, some funny ones too. And our musical guest is going to be the same crew that uh, wished you Hey Sanford when we uh, opened the program, the Sanford High School treble chorus under the direction of choral director Jane Curtin here at the high school, but also on the Steinway. Uh, is Steinway or is it Steinbeck? Steinway, I think. I don't know. I'm not musically inclined. The like expensive the, grand piano. The expensive piano. grand piano. There we go. Yes. That uh, we have at the theater. Um, Carol Baker Rue, the band director at Sanford Junior High School, is going to be on the piano. And so we are looking forward to that. So when we get back from the jingle, we'll, have, uh, we'll be in the theater across the hall with Brett Williams. See you in a bit. Welcome back to Hey Sanford. We have now our guest, Brett Williams, the director of the Sanford Performing Arts Center. Brett, welcome. Hey, how's it going? Welcome Good. to the room. Yes, thank you. We are in the Sanford Performing Arts Center, and uh, which has 854 seats, right? Yes, and then an additional 10 for uh, ADA seats. So Americans with Disabilities Act, we have 10 seats for wheelchairs as well. So, so as many as about 865 seats. Yeah. Nice. That. And we are on the stage of the yeah. Performing Arts Center, which I understand is one of the largest in Maine. This, yeah, as far as if we're talking about the stage, it's, um, as far as I know, the widest. It's 51 foot proscenium. 51 feet. It's, uh, you know, it, it's extremely wide and, you know, super nerdy. The backstage wings are 28 feet wide. So we have probably the most wing space of any theater I've ever worked in in my entire life. Um, and at this moment, with all the shows we have coming up, we've got three shows in the wings ready to go. We have um, a whole bunch of things tucked back in the wings already, and it, we're really filling it up. So Very nice. And all right here, right inside the new Sanford High School. That's right. Isn't, that's great. Yeah. The, uh, tell us about that. It's a very busy month with the holidays and everything. It's going <laughs> to be very brutal. busy here in the coming weeks. Yeah, yeah. It's brutal for, for me and my team. However, it's wonderful for the community because we have a lot of opportunities for people to uh, come and experience a great show this holiday season. Um, you know, everything from school concerts to... Um, to comedy and and symphony and we really are trying to get a nice uh, you know a nice um, menu of of holiday options for people to come out and get together during the season and I think that's one of the coolest things about this room is it's really turned into um, a great community gathering spot where people have learned you know just to come on out especially in those winter months Sean you know where everybody just you were all hermits right And I don't want to go out, you know, and I'm certainly not going to a game or the stadium or anything like that. And so this is come inside that new space warm where people a new c- show. Yeah, 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 you get it. And so people come in and warm up and enjoy a show together and have a shared experience. And that's just become uh, a, a cool part of our community DNA in less than a year that we've been open. So. That's right. You opened last year at this time. Yeah. And the very first show uh, for the community was a joint concert, right? That's right. With the junior high and the high school choruses. So, yeah. So it was uh, the high school band and chorus and also the junior high sixth grade chorus. That's right. It was December 17th. And so, you know, a great story from that night is normally we um, we have a they historically at the cafetorium had about 230 people come um you know and so they printed you know 250 300 programs 
they're fine. You know, like we're not, you know, it's parents and grandparents. So that night comes and we decided also, you know what? We don't need to do tickets for that show because it's not going to fill up. Let's just open the door, see what happens. So we mentioned we have 854 seats. We had 847 people show up ha, that night. I remember. Just out of pure luck, we had enough seats. We didn't have to turn anybody away because <laughs> the fire marshal was here. And so, um, and so we got so lucky uh, that we had enough seats for everybody and it was a full house. And the first group that had to go on was those poor sixth grade <laughs> that chorus and they were petrified right i felt awful and there was nothing i could say to them to make it better because facing it really the biggest was, right facing really the biggest audience right the biggest audience that had assembled in sanford probably in years and or, i don't yeah. want to lie to them and be like oh this is nothing you know like this is just as <laughs> and you know the, the truth is this is a historic night yeah. and don't screw it yeah. up kids and they did a great job. They it's did. It's Raining Tacos. I remember the song. Yes. One of their opening songs was It's Raining Tacos here yeah. at the Sanford Performing Arts Center. Yeah, I was ago. here for it and had a wonderful time. And at the yeah. end when everybody stood in there, stood and, and sang carols together, That's that right. was fantastic. Yeah, I mean, there was just this whole new sensation that we've never had in Sanford, right? You know, from yeah. that cafetorium, you know, in the, in the lunch chairs. So... And so here we are a year later. Yeah. And in that time, there's been a production of Little uh, Shop of Horrors, Little which Shop you directed, of, right? Yeah, you have to say that carefully. Horrors. Horrors, yes. 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 And, yeah. uh, and so, <laughs> say it too fast, we may have to change the rating of the program. That's a different yeah. show. <laughs> so, but, uh, but we did Little Shop of Horrors, and that was really great last, last, last April. Last spring, and, yeah. Um, and the kids just really did a great job. We hadn't had a musical year in 10 years, Sean. Right. Right. You know, and so these kids didn't grow up watching the older kids do it and say, I want to be in that someday. So we essentially had to start something new, a brand new tradition for these kids, you know, and now we did that. So we had kids from the community, from from the junior high in particular, come to see that show. And so now we're we're cultivating this culture, this we're grooming the next generation and so hopefully the shows will get better and better and better oh i'm sure as, they will you know yeah. as we get more comfortable and we have uh you know a new grooming process you know when kids look up to the high school kids and say i want to do that someday and then they just practice their craft and they get to shine when they get to high school nice yeah now we also had patrick dempsey came here right ah uh, yes the night show. very good close friend yeah <laughs> i remember you had i had to interrupt you in a private meeting you had in, <laughs> no. the, in the green room <laughs> I felt awful about that. You did make my wife's year that we got to meet him. It was great. That's uh, right. Yeah. And so, and that was kind of on the fly, we right? Took, right, right. We took a picture, <laughs> and it's very clear how happy my wife was to be meeting Patrick Dempsey. It's mine too. Yes. And yes. I think I need to thank you for that because yeah. <laughs> there is a photo I think uh, in the newspaper, in the co-star last spring of my yeah. wife meeting Patrick Dempsey. It's a brave man who steps into the photo range uh, with that guy. Yes. And well, right. I'm no fool. <laughs> she was. She was ready to go. I'm like, why don't you take this picture and I'll, <laughs> and I'll play the, the great husband card. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he was here for uh, two tapings of the night show with Danny Cashman. Yeah. So yet another thing that this uh, theater cool has attracted. How was that, right? So that was fantastic. Danny Cashman's show, um, which airs around the state, mm -hmm. you know, called out of the blue. And it was a great opportunity for the video production class here at the high school to get some hands-on experience, you know, with, the, with that um, New England School of Broadcasting crew. Um, and... I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say it, but I'm in early talks as of a text message ago. Uh, I'm in early talks to try and do another show like that this spring. So Fantastic. we're trying to find a date. Something you know. to look forward to. They liked, have, they liked the experience. Yeah, down he here. really liked the theater. We you liked, tell by his Facebook post. Yeah, yeah. he loved it, right? Yeah. You know, and so he, he wants to come back. And so uh, we'd be, love to have him. That would so be great. They, they're normally up at the Gracie Theater. 
Um, and we, you know, it's good to have, he wants a Southern Maine home base too. And it looks like we'd, we, we, we could be the, the ones. Yeah. So, yeah. And am I right? Is uh, our Ebenezer Scrooge and Bob Cratchit going to be on this very stage? They shortly? are counting their money right over there. Yeah. <laughs> and we're in, uh, we're in, you know, final tech rehearsals because that show is this weekend. It's coming wow. up on um, December 13th and 14th. Is that right? It's a Saturday. I'm ha- I always have to look at my yep. cheat sheet that I yes. mail to the whole town here. Yeah, December 14 and 15. Check your mailbox right. if, if you haven't received this already. So December, there's this great calendar on the back. December 14th and 15th is a Saturday at 7 p.m. and a Sunday at 2 p.m. And uh, we also have a school time performance on that Friday. That's the 13th. That's why I threw that, that date out there. Um, so uh, faculty and students who want to come see that show that day will be allowed to you know, skip, sc- skip class and come see a great Dickens story come to life. You Who's know? playing Ebenezer? A oh, great, great young man, uh, um, Eben, Evan Boston Cole. And he is an extraordinary Scrooge. Uh, I'm just so proud of the work he's really put in. He has so many lines and he's, he's memorized his lines better than anyone else and he has the most. Um, but also just the way he embodies Scrooge, he embodies the, you know, the early Scrooge, um, the stingy Scrooge, the miser to a T, and then his transformation um, after his visits by the three ghosts in the night and, and he wakes in the morning and the way that Evan just makes that transition, it's magical to watch. And so I just hope the whole community can Uplifting come see. Uplifting and energetic, it, it sounds It is, like. you yeah. know, and he's light as a feather, you know, yeah. I think is, is one of his lyrics, but lyrics, one of his lines, but he is, uh, he's the perfect Scrooge. And what's funny, Sean, is I found these kids had no, a lot of these kids had no idea about the Christmas Carol story. Really? Yeah, right. And so, <laughs> you know, they're like, what's a Christmas Carol? I don't want to sing Christmas Carol. I'm like, it's not about, this is a ghost story. Right. This is a great ghost story. And that's how I hooked them. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, <laughs> and uh, okay. All right. And now they know I want to be Christmas in a ghost Carol. story then. Yeah. yeah. So, and oh, now, yeah. I can't imagine a world without the Christmas Carol. Right. Uh, Christmas right? Carol. So it's a great show. The kids are hitting it out of the park. Um, and so we're in final dress rehearsals right now. And, and that's this weekend. That's 13th. this weekend. Yeah, okay. So come on down. 14, 15. Excellent. This okay. Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. And there's also a symphony coming this uh, season, right? So the Stratford Wind Symphony, um, you might recall, I'm not sure if you were here for the concert this uh, Memorial Day weekend, 2019, that the Stratford Wind Symphony came and we, um, oh, yes. they had a wonderful program of, uh, a wonderful Memorial Day program. So gr- a lot of patriotic songs, but that um, night also was the debut performance of uh, Morton Gold's piece called Acadia that we had commissioned for our Steinway, yes. which I'm referencing that you can't see behind the camera, um, that were set up for uh, performance later in this podcast. Um, and the Steinway had, you know, we wanted to showcase it. And so Morton Gold wrote this wonderful um, rhapsody called Acadia, and it debuted that night. So this group coming in on uh, December 21st, Straffer Wind Symphony, um, that's a Saturday night. It's a wonderful um, family concert. This is the same group that everyone fell in love with last spring. And they are home, their home base is right over in the Rochester Summersworth right. area. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've, they've also fallen in love with our venue and, um, and their hope is to come back often. And our hope is to have them come back often. They clearly have, they're coming right back. After yeah, I mean, they've been here just earlier no this time. Year. Yeah. yeah, and it's just a good fit. And they sounded great. They, I mean, it was a phenomenal night. And so the program for um, the December 21st performance, it's a 
holiday candlelight um, concert. Ooh, very and nice. So it's gonna be wonderful. And I and I think they're also doing that sing along that you um, spoke about earlier when we were uh, you were at the high school performance right, where everybody last year. at the end sings same idea. Songs yeah. So they're definitely gonna be doing um, a, a medley as well. Oh, that's um, going to be where something. the whole audience can sing along with them playing. So, and then we have uh, we're going to end the year, yeah, on literally a funny end the note. Yeah. Literally end the year on a funny yeah. note with uh, Steve Cowett, who is uh, a Sanford graduate. He sure is, right? Yeah. Did you go to school? I went Steve to. I remember. Cowett. I remember Steve from Edison School, which is of course now Edison House, the apartments yes. on Oxford Street. Yes. I went to uh, Edison School, the multi-level program, mm -hmm. and we used to have Friday plays every Friday afternoon. Yeah. And Steve would be doing funny things then. Uh, he would be right there on, you know, on stage or in the classroom in front of all the classmates doing very funny things then. He so he's been at this his that. whole life. Yeah. And uh, he's a very funny guy. So he was and what a great way to his, end the year. His um, days at Edison, he said he, he did like lunchtime routines. He was telling sure. me. Um, here on the stage a, little, a couple months ago, he came for a visit and uh, and he was telling me that he that's kind of how he got into stand up is oh, starting yeah. at Edison School oh, yeah. in Stanford, Maine, across from Sleepers Market. And um, now he's like the star of the cruise ship industry. He, you know, it's great about I mean, it's good for him. I'm a little jealous. This guy has carved out a career. He doesn't even have to try at like the cruise ships. <laughs> just like call him. They book him. And he, you know, like he's home here in Sanford visiting his mom a lot and yes. then when he's not here he's just cruising the world and so I just and making people laugh I so. connected with him on uh, Facebook Messenger because you know that's how I'm getting my business done with him as we're preparing and he's uh, he's I think he was in Mexico off the coast of Mexico when I was just chatting with him near Cozumel and uh, and he you know tells me all these stories about what's going on no he was in the Mediterranean Sean uh -huh. Right? Like, who does this? <laughs> anyway, so we got him here on New Year's Eve. And um, what time does that show start? 6.30. 6.30. Why 6.30? Ask me that. Why 6.30, Great Brett? question, Sean. Uh, so the, the idea is for folks who want to go out for dinner before the show and then, you know, end it with, you know, an hour, hour and a half here at the theater full of comedy. Um, that's the option. Or if you want to start your night at 6.30, and then, you know, do the show and then go out after if you're one of those people that like to stay out till midnight. Right. But, you know, Sanford doesn't really have a New Year's Eve tradition, do we? Right. I don't believe so. No. And so what we, we thought, you know, um, I sat down with him. I said, what if we made a New Year's Eve tradition of comedy here at the Sanford Performing Arts Center? And he said, sign me up to be the first. Excellent. I said, that's a great. Let's see how it goes. So yeah. you got to buy tickets, people. Are we we will be back to square one with no traditions <laughs> for Sanford. <laughs> yes, in order for things to continue, they this have to, to be, be successful. In the black. If we're in the black, yes. it's a good night. So. Well, you're guaranteed to laugh, right. so you, you definitely want to be here on New Year's Eve. He's great. He's yeah. a great performer, and um, and so I hope people come on out for that show as well. So that but, You know, nice Christmas lineup, right? You yeah. know, look, with the holiday concerts um, for the schools, a Christmas carol, Stratford Wind Symphonies, candlelight concert, and then that New Year's Eve um, that New Year's Eve performance with Steve Cowett. Our hope is that people just think of the Sanford Performing Arts Center and their holiday plans mm -hmm. and, you know, come on out and enjoy a show, enjoy a concert, comedy, whatever it is that you you like, 
get on down here and yeah and that wraps up 2020 yeah and then of course for the uh coming year there's still plenty planned the uh for website what can people uh visit online if they want to find out what's coming sanfordpac.org and pac is performing arts center excellent okay and um if you go to SPAC.org, you'll go to the Saratoga Performing Arts Center. Ah. So make sure you go to SanfordPAC.org. <laughs> um, and that'll give people all the information they need yes. for their entertainment planning locally. Yes. Yeah, lots Excellent. of great shows you know, coming up. Um, th- January is... Um, the quietest month oh, yes. um, yeah. coming up. Or, uh, you know, we get that New Year's Eve show to kick it off. But then uh, February is, you know, we really get going in March and April. And then it's off to the races where the calendar is just booked solid until the end of June. So this room is getting a lot of you, Sean. Yeah. And that's good, right? Because oh, absolutely. People invested a lot of money in this room, right? Right. The voters approved this. Yes. And right. And it wasn't cheap. No. No, it was you know I think a ten million dollar bond, right? Mm-hmm. But it was a, primarily it, for the Performing Arts Center and the Alumni Stadium. Um, you, but it was a resounding show of support for huge, this, for huge. for for more culture in Sanford, right. more opportunities. And sure enough, in the past year alone, you, you've shown that. And this pamphlet that people have gotten in their mailboxes um, have shown uh, does show rather that uh, there's yeah. more to come. Now I've heard you say once that this is you consider this your sandbox. Yeah, it is. You, you come it's here fun. to play. Yeah. Because you have a lifelong appreciation for theater, mm-hmm. certainly going back at least to when you were a high school student. Yeah. Uh, and you were in the drama club, and there were I plays. I did shows up on Beaver Hill even before then. Beaver Hill, Do you remember yes. Sanford Main Stage? I sure do. And did you ever do any shows up there? No, I didn't. No. I was in their very first show was The Miracle Worker, and... Lauren, Lauren McLeod. I saw that. Summer oh, of 86. She was my first crush. Really? <laughs> and so, and I played this Percy who was a farm I saw that. You We're saw, talking 30 You saw years my ago. stage debut. Yes, I did. Yes. It was in July of 86. And so every night I would have, she wants cake. She gets cake, you know, and Anne taught her how to write cake, you know, in sign language yeah. in her hand. Um, you know, Helen Keller was deaf and, and, um, and blind. And so, you know, when she you know, wrote the word cake and I was there and Percy, you know, got cake and I had to eat whatever they gave me. And one night they gave me this pumpernickel muffin. It was the worst. <laughs> it was stale. But and you were committed to the role. I was committed to the role and I choked that thing yeah. down. And that was the last pumpernickel anything I've ever eaten. It oh, was well, wonderful. I, I saw that. You play. saw me I remember down very that muffin well. that I probably did. Yes. Yeah, because one of our assistant stage managers worked at Congdon's and he would get like whatever was left over. Wow, this is all just flooding back. Yeah. This is completely boring to people at home. I'm so sorry. Oh, I doubt <laughs> that. No, it's, it's, it's. And then I did Oliver up there. I did a number of little shows up there. And, and then, then you were in the drama club in high school. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, did you, did you have any experiences in a play that anything funny happened or any people like blooper stories? Mm-hmm. Do you have any blooper stories uh, to share? No, I have no bloopers. All my shows go very smoothly. No, Excellent. I did yes. have, there was one show that, um, I forgot my lines. Really? Yes. That's uh, was, that's always a rough thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm trying to remember. It was. I think the show was called The Butler Did It. And um, and I was this old guy, an infirmed old older gentleman in a wheelchair. And the gag was at the end of the show. I just got up and walked around because I had no reason to be in a wheelchair. I was just. I just thought it was comfortable. <laughs> um, but I couldn't remember my line and I remember I said come let us retire to the patio which was my exit line from another scene 
but it wasn't at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what happened? The whole stage just emptied out. We all just retired what? to the patio. We <laughs> what? just stayed right. What okay, happened to the so, rest of the scene? Is, I can't believe we're telling this story. <laughs> so the stage is empty. All the performers are gone, and we're in the wings like, what do we do now? <laughs> and one of the actresses, gosh, I wish I could remember her name. She goes, I don't know. <laughs> she fired a, a cap gun, which is like this prop gun. It sounded like a starting pistol. <laughs> <laughs> and from there, the whole show just went off the rails. What, did somebody you... had to die when she fired <laughs> that gun. And so we fast-forwarded like seven pages when she decided, I'll save the moment by firing this gun. So you and lost seven pages of dialogue and action. And, and Were you deaths. improvising at that Other point? Other people were dead. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they didn't die because yeah. <laughs> Our director was so mad. Who was the director? Tom Kane. Oh, yes. <laughs> and he was awesome. I, oh, he was I had so him great. for English class. Oh, yes, I'm sorry he was about that. That was an embarrassing moment. <laughs> so, yeah, that happened. And so wow. I have to... So you were shaping culture all those years ago. I was. So much... <laughs> you know, and so I have to be very gracious now as I'm directing a yeah. Christmas Carol this weekend when kids can't remember I their lines. I bet you have a wellspring of, of patience based entirely on that. I know what that's like. Yes. <laughs> so, I like, you know... <laughs> In front of them, I'm like, remember your lines. Come on, kids. And, you know, behind the scenes, I'm like, but I sure didn't. So who knows? That was that was one. Do you have any? Uh, do I have any? You were, you were an actor here in the uh, at, cafetorium. At Sanford High. Yeah, yeah, back at the cafetorium, and I think in the late 80s. And I was in a Woody Allen play. And uh, based on that, uh, the musical director asked me to be in a play for the promise that I would not have to sing or dance. Which was I, it Judy Heard at the time? It was Judy Heard. Okay. And I can do neither. Judy Shane now. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I, so I was in the play. I actually, I played a nudist, a guy named uh, Ralph Devine. And what would that be, Mame? Yeah, I think it was I was, was in Mame. Mame. Okay. I, I, I had clothes, don't okay, worry. Okay, yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, was, I wasn't you, hiding behind a bush. You anticipated the yeah, question. Yeah. Everybody at home and, was wondering. Uh, yeah. No, I just played a guy who happened to be a yeah. nudist, uh, Ralph Devine. And... Um, Basically, he had one scene, just some kind of joke line, and then he was supposed to be done. And, and the Woody Allen play, of course, was a comedy, and, and she must have said, hey, he, you know, he made a few people laugh. Let's pull him into this and see if he can make others laugh in this one as well. But opening night, she told me I didn't have to go to any rehearsals. Okay. So I didn't go until like the very last one. And then opening night, there was this big musical number, singing, dancing, and everything. And so I, I don't think it was her. She was directing. She was in yeah. the pit, right? Somebody yeah. pushed me out onto the stage and I had to keep up with all the other dancers. I had to lip sync <laughs> lyrics. I had no idea what they were. So my lips are just moving. And I just had to, to get through that scene. <laughs> and it was awful. I have nightmares about it to this day. That's, that is my, I legit have nightmares about that happening. But the thing is, you think when the musical number was done, I would go off stage and say, I'm not doing that again. No, I kept going out. They kept throwing me out there. And I, I evidently assumed that's what my character had to do. So without knowing any of the dance routines, without knowing any of the lyrics to any of the songs, I went out on stage and... And just it took, scarred you for life because that took, was your last... I, yes, that's why, yes. <laughs> and that's why yeah. you don't say yes to I don't to sing, I don't anymore. dance. And yeah, that's why. And, but I did that night. Wow. <laughs> that's... I've never seen that's any... That's horrifying. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think I blended in, right? It, it was acting. So okay. I think I, I kind of blended in. And I think I got through it. But in my mind, I knew that I, I was trying. But you to didn't go on to Broadway. No, I did okay. not. No, right. no. I, uh, I think they took that show to Broadway. Yes, yeah, very limited as okay. my acting right. abilities is very limited. And uh, I kind of stay within my range <laughs> and uh, have not been in a musical ever since. <laughs> so and the world is missing out. Oh, well, that's 
I don't, they're going to have to continue to miss out because I don't think I'll be <laughs> returning to singing and dancing. I'm going to get you on this stage. Right. Ah, well. <laughs> <laughs> I already did. You're on right now. Well, yes. I, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I've actually, yes, I've been in the audience and then with the film festival and with Let's Dance with the Stars with the Elks, which is tons of dancing. Yeah. But I, not, not with me, but with other talented, wonderful people. Yeah, if you and, ever yeah. feel like just throwing up everywhere, sign up to be in Let's Dance with the Stars. They will be looking that. for people next year. I did that show. So you would want to contact actually ago. our previous guests, Joanne Pear and Joanne right. Livingston. Yeah. So if any of you out there want to dance on stage in a competition for a good cause, contact either one of the Joannes through the I Elks. I just remember Adam Cody and I just backstage, so nervous. This is at the Memorial Gym. Yeah. And we were just completely, because I'm not a dancer. And, you know, I get out there with Lori Haggard, well, who can make job. anyone look great, right? You know, Lori could dance with a broom, and the broom would win, too, you know, the competition. <laughs> and so, you know, so I got lucky with my partner, but she uh, she was amazing. But I was ready to just throw up the whole night, Sean. It as, was awful. <laughs> as MC that night, I remember interviewing Adam. I yeah. said, okay, Adam, you know, we're, we're just standing there, the Memorial Gym, the middle of the floor, about 1,100 people around us. Uh -huh. I say, okay, Adam, you have served in Bosnia in Iraq, in Afghanistan, twice. I says, but come on, is this not the scariest thing you've ever had to do? <laughs> I think he said yes, dancing he in did. front. And he did a wonderful job. Yes. He did a wonderful job, Yeah, like as the, did you. Well, yeah. we made it through. Yes. We made it through, and yeah. uh, I checked that box. Yes. <laughs> and, and, you know, I'll never have to do that <laughs> never again. Never have to do it again. And so. You've been asked, and, and you did it. Yeah. Well, hey, I think this is a, a great note on which to end. Um, please. Check out the website once again. SanfordPAC.org. And I've got these brochures. Yeah, where can people find those? Well, here at the high school, but I'm also, um, there are going to be some in the lobby at City Hall on the, um, right across from the tax office. Excellent. When you walk out, <laughs> I'll have a display there. Uh, and they're also going to be up at the Sanford Library and hopefully the Springvale Library as well. Perfect. Um, but if you want one, just shoot me an email and I'll mail it out to you. Williams at Sanford.org. Excellent. And we'll get one out to you, okay? Please pick up a coffee, a copy, a co or a coffee. Pick up my coffee. You can get a coffee as yeah, well. Sure. I saw yours yeah. right there. Please pick up a copy. There's a lot of good information in there about some fantastic, entertaining things that are coming. You don't, you don't want to miss this. So, Brett. It's all right here in Sanford. I wish you a Merry Christmas. Thank I you. thank you for coming on the program. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. Yes, and thank you for all that you do here. This place is amazing. I love it. And I think you and the committee that works to keep this place going, yeah. doing a fantastic job. You are indeed advancing the culture in Sanford, and we we are grateful. And so I'm thank you very in my much. Sandbox every day. Thank you. All right, thanks. Thank you very much, and we'll be back with the musical guest, the Sanford High School Treble Choir, under the direction of Jane Curtin. We'll be back. Welcome back. We've been looking forward to hosting our next musical guest ever since we first came up with the idea for Hey Sanford last spring, ladies and gentlemen under the direction of Sanford High School Choral Director Jane Curtin with Sanford Junior High School Band Director Carol Baker-Rue on the piano. Please welcome the Sanford High School Treble Choir. Today we will be singing for you Medieval Carol Fantasy, Carol of the Bells, and Mary Did You Know. On December five and twenty, foo, foo, foo. 
Wonderful job, wonderful job. Certain to put people in the holiday spirit. Thank you for being here today. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. That's the Christmas episode of Hey Sanford. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We will see you next year in 2020 with brand new episodes of Hey Sanford. Merry, Merry Christmas! Christmas! Oh, Sean, you shouldn't have. <laughs>